Oh, hello, people of Podcast Land. I am so happy to be back in the UK after my trip to America, and we are returning with a big hitter. It is Lifehacks 109, our most popular series returns for, without a doubt, the most jam-packed episode that we've ever done. You should know what to expect by now. We list our favourite tools, principles, apps, and products for a productive and efficient life, and tell you whether we think they are worth their salt or not. In the show notes below, you will find links to all of the products that we spoke about, and if you follow those links, you'll be supporting the podcast at no extra cost to yourself. Today... Expect to learn why yogurt is a savoury ketchup, how to save one pound on meal deals in the airport, how to automatically share your Instagram stories to Facebook, the best apps for keyboard shortcuts, frictionless to-do list capture, finding free beautiful images online, and an awful lot more. Also, this episode is brought to you by The Protein Works. They make amazing steel shakers and they're giving five away for free. All you need to do is share this episode wherever you want. Send it to a friend, post it in a group chat or share it online and either tag me in your share or send me the screenshot at chriswillx on all social media. But for now, Lifehacks 109, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I'm joined by none other than Johnny and Yusuf from propanefitness.com. It is Johnny and Yusuf. It is Lifehacks 109. Tools, approaches, apps and products for a productive and efficient life. And this episode is brought to you by The Protein Works. Thank you very much to The Protein Works for sponsoring this episode. We are massive fans of steel shakers. If you haven't transformed your life and your training by moving from plastic to steel, you have to. Much more Life durable. changing Unbelievable. Um, they're giving away five for free. All that you need to do is share this episode. Post it on your socials, put it in a group chat, however you want to, and then either show me the screenshot by DMing me or tag me in your share, and I'll pick five people to win one of these, and, yeah, they'll post them out. Between us, we've used a lot of protein shakers. Yeah, and Sorry. but this, you only need ones. one. You only need one. Oh, it's beautiful. Nothing worse than you leave a plastic protein shaker behind a car seat overnight. Just in your, in, like in your gym bag. I mean, it oh. doesn't fix the metal protein shaker. Doesn't fix that problem. Doesn't it? I think but you it wash it. it. It's, it's easier to wash it, hundred um, percent. And it's nice. It catches a little bit of condensation on the out of it when uh, outside of it when it's cool. So that's what I like the most about it. Is you pick it up. Fuck, that's it, cold. It just feels cold, and it's you know like mid training session or after training session. That's just you don't want like. Like lukewarm plastic, you want cold metal. The plastic oh, warms it up, doesn't it? It's and well, it, it tastes the plastic. It's also too. just something you feel like a like a kid at nursery drinking out of plastic. Don't you? There's little <laughs> like red, red cups with your squash in. You get the little bottles of milk, and it was milk. But it like you had the milk monitor, and they would come round. Yeah. And so yeah. Anyway, if you want to win, if you want to win one, uh, just share the episode. Tag me in the share Don't at Chris Will X on all social media. Um, so yeah, on to life hacks. We've prepped quite hard for this episode, so we have got. Some motherfuckers. I am telling you, man. <laughs> this episode's going to be sick, yeah? I don't think mine are better. Mine are... F- well, mine... More organised. Mine are fucking mint. Mine are new. <laughs> Yours aren't <laughs> the same. Okay, so I'm going to go we first. think they're new. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go first. And first one is, when you take a screenshot on iPhone, yeah. the corners of the screen, when the screenshot pops up, you can just press on the screenshot, mm-hmm. open it out, 
and you'll see on the outside you have the frame where you can pull the crop in. Yep. So you can crop naturally from there. So I didn't know that you couldn't just, you didn't just have to go back into photo editor afterwards. Take a screenshot. So do it now. Uh, take a screenshot on your phone. And then if you press on the picture and then the corners of the image, you can pull down and crop from there. So you can zoom in, you can zoom it as a square. You can just take particular areas out of it. So you don't actually need to... There you go. I also did a little line by accident. Oh, you've drawn on it. <laughs> but that's okay. But yeah, I mean, game changer. There we go. Right, Johnny, hot potato. Hot potato. I've now just got to undo my... Oh, you've wrecked you. This is a banger. Is it? Proper oh. banger. Okay. Well, at least it is for me. So, ladies, prepare. Is it <laughs> for ladies? It's not for ladies. <laughs> I mean, it can be. Okay, cool. If that's what you want. So, Why is I... it for ladies, Johnny? Because I'm... <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> So I order a lot of coffee shop coffee, okay? And I've come to the conclusion that in my humble and correct opinion, filter coffee is the best thing to order, right? VMD agrees with me, um, or VGD, depending on your preference. So filter coffee, so people order like Americano or whatever, like if you want a, a coffee with milk, right? Order a filter coffee. Now, there are two scenarios when you order a filter coffee. One is that there is filter coffee in the machine. Great. Winning. Fantastic. The second is that they've run out of filter coffee. What are we to do? Well, what they almost always offer to do is to make you an Americano, which is more expensive for the same price. Interesting. Uh So So what places... So just never order an Americano. What places do a filter coffee? Starbucks. Right. Not Cafe Nero. Pret-a-Manger. And some Costas. They're rolling it out in Costa. Okay. That who's been coffee company will do it as well, right? Uh, but they'll always I'm be not prepped. Sure. Do they? Yeah, I'm pretty certain they will do. Yeah. So just a filter coffee is the cheapest coffee on the menu, or, or also almost always the nicest. And if they don't have it, you just get a more expensive coffee for the same price. Free upsell. Free upsell. Awesome. I love it. Yusuf. Very good. Speaking of drinks, I'm heartbroken. I I brought these guys some kombucha. Where is it? Vinegar. Warm this, vinegar. This stuff, water. which is um, ferment, fermented, fermented tea. And I'm seeing three bottles almost full. So just to be clear, I've drank out of that one. Yeah. As you can see, the seal <laughs> the seal on this has been broken, as is mine. But the top has been placed very firmly <laughs> back on because this carbonated vinegar piss... Of, of Satan is not coming back out I, of this. I, I, I bought a big crate of expensive kombucha and I thought, you know what, I'm going to... The see, only saving grace... To do. What's only unit, only saving grace price? about this two entire pounds. thing. Oh. Three pounds each. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a hundred pounds. Two pounds. Two, two pounds. pounds. So yeah. like 70 pounds of kombucha. Only saving grace about this whole I'm thing... I'm going to have to drink it now. <laughs> is it's, it's nice. If you have a look right there, that's actually... Mm. The Modern Wisdom logo is on the, on the lid of it. Um, but yeah... So, okay, so it's not kombucha. So it's, it's not kombucha, but I'm on a gut health kick at the moment. We can we can talk about that later. At the moment, <clears throat> you've heard us discuss Alfred at length, which is basically a way to get you away from your trackpad, away from your mouse, and fully into your keyboard. I have gone a step further recently, and there are two apps that I'm using, Vimium and Shortcut. Both of these... These are so bean, aren't they? These are very bean hard. So what what these allow you to do is never need to use the trackpad again. Now, you might think, well, it's only a few centimetres away. Why why wouldn't I use... But... um, GG move. The trackpad... Yeah, if your hands are just on the keyboard, you're locked in, you're doing work, you're you're typing, you're doing stuff, you're focused. Mm. As soon as you start using the trackpad, it always leads down a horrible garden path Mm. to 
naughty YouTube videos, YouTube video, which whatever it is, you just or scrolling. Yeah. So this forces you to. So what what this and it's quicker as well when you use Shortcut and Vimeo. These are the same app, but one is for specific to a web browser, and one is for the general. Okay. In fact, Apple are now bringing out this in the native version of Catalina, the new Mac OS, in November or October. Interesting. So, but they're bringing it out specifically for disabled people and voice-activated control, but you can do it with your keyboard. What it does is anything that's possibly clickable on your screen suddenly ha- has a letter assigned to it, a letter or two letters. So you press, like, the special key and it goes, and then you just, so, like, FA is close the thing, BM is minimize this, and CD would be click on this link or whatever. And okay. so suddenly you just the sensation is incredible because it, it feels like more and more you're just at one with your device and there's no gaps and faffing around with trying to access what it, it's the polar opposite to when you ask your when you see your mom googling something single like, finger single finger and she's typing h t t p into the google search bar <laughs> and then move the mouse over and she'll capitalize letters by pressing the caps lock on and off oh. mm-hmm. yeah yeah do you ever worry that you are breaking your laptop it's, well you've done you okay. have broken your laptop did you, i'm i'm not saying yeah. you are i'm just saying does it, does it concern do you you ever think mm. maybe this is a bit much these jailbroken apps coming out of basra mm. I see. Uh, <laughs> it's not a system tweak. So it's not. It's not a jail. There, there are some that I, I've been like, oh, I'd love that, but I don't. Didn't you jailbreak um, it? Didn't you use the migration assistant to back up your know, to to restore your new laptop from your old laptop, and your new laptop inherited some of the problems that your old laptop had. Yeah, I did. So there was something. Patho- <laughs> there was something chronic and pathological about your last la- laptop. There was, which it, has now been passed down. None of those things make it to life hacks. They're, they're all, they're, they're all in the experimental phase. Don't worry, Vimium and the, the trouble is though, we safe. don't know what those things are. Yeah, Do but we? We, we don't need to. So know we about may them. step on because <laughs> what if that thing mm. is Alfred? That would be the biggest nasty twit, oh, no. twit plot twist. Wouldn't it? They've just they've just released four point So Vimium V I M E U M. I've been told to wait for four point Alfred. Yeah, V I M E U M. V I M I U M. I U M and shortcut. Yeah, so these are tools that are designed for coders and programmers who just they just have their lives correct. They just got it right. It's a good way to look like um, designing for the extremes often means that when you dial that back, it's, it's still effective, right? We all want yeah. a little bit more efficiency. It's like Formula One, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so um, hold on to the bottom of the steering wheel in a crash. This is something that's taken from NASCAR drivers. So I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast from maybe a year ago, and he was talking to a very famous NASCAR driver. His dad had been a NASCAR driver and this, that, and the other. Actually talking about concussion for quite a while because they suffer with it super bad. These, they're su- absolutely locked in to these cars, right? The seats molded around them essentially and they're 25 point harness and all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, so they were talking about the fact that he rolled his truck. Um, Remembering this guy essentially crashes cars for a living um, and he rolled his truck just on normal streets. So he's driving along, like I think it was Christmas day, perhaps even going to his like family's house or something like that. Rolled his truck on some ice as the car's rolling, he forgot the first rule, as far as he was concerned, of being in a spinning car, which is hold the bottom of the steering wheel. And his arms, as soon as you start to spin, your arms will go 
Yes. You'll be like the Team America signal, mm. you know. The panic signal, yeah. Yeah, so your arms will just start flailing everywhere. And he was saying he had the window open. So he had his uh, the uh, window of his big truck open. Car starts rolling, like sausage oh. rolling sideways. And his arm goes out of the window, out of the open window. And then he pulls it back in just before the car lands on that side. So you got to think, if this car's spinning around and your arms are flailing everywhere, the chance of your arm Probably. getting crushed, pretty high holding onto the bottom of the steering wheel, so gripping the bottom like Reverse that. Reverse grip bench press. Yeah. Reverse grip bench press, yeah. I mean, you could go mixed grip, but, um, you know, Ooh. it's a short short endurance. But yeah, holding the bottom apparently locks all your organs in a lot more, keeps your arms in tight. Yeah. Very secure. You feel very safe. Crazy secure. Thumbnail, so practice it now. If you're listening at home... I'm tear a bicep. Listening at home, just imagine... Better than arm out the window. Hold yeah. onto the bottom of the steering wheel. Or if you're driving, just try it now. Hold onto the bottom of the steering wheel. Feel how secure you feel. Within the confines of driving safely on the road. Yeah, still. I mean, 10 and 2 for the most part, but if you're stationary, <laughs> you can go kind of like a half 5 and a half yeah. 6. Just in case there's a crash. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, surely then also always drive like that. Difficult. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> then you're always ready. The trouble is, a guy who crashes professionally for a living has the, the moment of clarity in a collision to go... If you think about it now, like I was, I was considering this the other day. You're totally right. Like you need to drill holding on the bottom of the steering wheel, which means being in lots of car crashes, which is obviously unadvisable. However, I've thought like if I was ever in a car crash, I think after maybe a second of spinning, I'd be like, right, fuck. Yeah. Hold the bottom of the steering wheel. I am in an accident. I am having Holy an fucking shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, if anyone's got any advice about how to brace and stuff, like, so I've been in a couple of car crashes where I've known the impact was coming, and I don't know the uh, theory behind whether or not you should brace, relax, do whatever. Like, I don't know that. So if anyone knows, tell us. Um, you should put the, the clip of the Cully Surrett in a fighter jet video. That's <laughs> brilliant. Just go full Valsalva, like full ab tension. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like, are you more likely to, to injure yourself, do a mischief? Yeah, because you're so like ripping up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have a like hernia. Like they they tested. Um, did you ever see that thing on Channel Four where they crashed a plane? Like they crashed a real plane into the desert, but they had loads of crash dummies in it, and they split tested. Brilliant. Split tested uh, sitting upright or sitting in the brace position. Yeah. If you sit upright, you hit the seat, concuss yourself, and you just burn. While you're concussed and don't know what's uh, happening. If you brace, mm-hmm. you snap your ankles, but you're conscious. Why do you snap your ankles? Because if the, the force goes down through your ankles, uh, you're like, crack. <laughs> so you have to get like conscious, but can't get out of the plane. Motherfucker. Swings and roundabouts. You know what you need there? A lot of upper body strength. Big, big bench. So, uh, <laughs> Just to, what, so you crash, you're like, rip the seat out in front of you, <laughs> but you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So quick fact about that, it makes me really furious, is um, the, there was a recent plane crash where, I can't remember where it was, but the, the plane landed in some water, it was on fire, people at the front managed to get out, people at the back didn't get out in time and died. It was in the news like okay. a few weeks ago. Um, and the reason that the people at the back couldn't get out is because the people at the front were trying to take their luggage off the Oh planes. my God. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my like, God. It makes me so angry, but... Um, I don't know what the uh, moral of that story Excuse is. Excuse me, mate. I've just got me duty free <laughs> oh, in the back. I've got a, I've got, a, I've got a, a, a two hundred sleeve of Benson and Hedges <laughs> uh, menthol in the sea. Like it's going to be in the sea. In <laughs> so the thing that worries me the most about situations like that is not me. It's 
the people I'm with. Yeah. Because I feel like all I would do in practice is just push. Yeah. Very hard. <laughs> just, I mean, like angle down and then go. Do you know like, what? You're, do you know what you're really good at doing? Pushing. <laughs> and pulling. Technically, a deadlift's a push. If you think about it, push the floor yeah. away. Push away. I mean, as far as the IPF, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if, yeah. if you go for a push pull competition, uh, yes. But then, yeah, then I suppose yeah. you could say the bench press is a is a pull. <laughs> yeah, Ten straws here, right, Johnny? You're up. This is a, a, a change in tack, but uh, <laughs> get a toasty machine. Mm. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a George Foreman for bread. For bread. So I love sandwiches. I just think sandwiches are. God's gift of food. And half thickness bagels you well. And half thickness bagels. You just witnessed what I do to sandwiches. Oh, they don't stand much of a chance. It, like it, so, it would be banned from Pornhub. <laughs> what, what, what Johnny does to sandwiches, like, it wouldn't even be... Aryan hunk destroys double, <laughs> destroys double white. <laughs> but so, because you, you think like toast and sandwich, like that's something that's reserved for, you know, if you're in a, somewhere that, that makes them. But I can help my hope. What I mean, what think how boundless your okay. fun can be. So I want a couple of bits of info from you here. Okay. I want the toasty machine that you use, and okay. I want so that is important. I want your top two toasty recipes, including prep. Okay. So the first toasty machine I bought shorted the circuitry in the house. Sounds like a good so, toasty. I want that. Well, so, no, so, the, so the thing is, so you'll think you look at the toasty machine lineup, and they're always in like because they're not very common because not many people have them. Mm. They're always in the corner of the shop. And there'll be like a 15 quid one, mm. a 30 quid one, and then like a 95 quid one. So you look at the 95 quid one, you think like, it's just fucking toasted bread. Yeah. Like it's hot bread mm. with bits in. Did you get the 95 quid one? No, no. I got the, I got the cheapest one. Okay. You'd be proud of me. I got, okay. I got the cheapest one. Yeah. And then progressively. Shorted the house. And you think like, was this Argos? I bet Argos have loads. It was Argos. Uh, yeah. Isn't that like the first thing you think of the standard, when you, when you like, think about? Like, I need to get a like basic kitchen appliance. Argos. Argos. I, I always go for the mid-range kitchen appliance for right. anything. Well, so that's the lesson. Go for the mid-range one. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about it is you have to butter the bread from the outside. Oh, uh, yeah. So you can't butter the inside of the sandwich. Why? Yeah. What happens? So well, you, I mean, you can because it, but it, it would just melt moist on the outside and it'll stick to the. Yeah. So you've got to create like so a the film biggest problem. You need to lubricate the, the outside. The biggest problem with a toaster machine is the bread sticking to the hot plate. So you could you use oil spray in the surface of the. You could. But then you're gonna have oily nice. bread. Yeah. Because yeah. what what makes the toasty? Oh, I've just got a new one. Like nice and and browned and golden is is the, is the butter. Uh, yeah. Um, fillings. I found so far actually the more creative you are with this, it just comes back to bite you. Like there is a reason why ham and cheese toasty. Is so highly circulated. What were some failed fillings? So it, don't add anything like any sauce stuff at all. I imagine mayonnaise would be awful. Oh god, because it, it just goes. It like separates into its component parts. So you, <laughs> Egg. Yeah. Oil. Is it like <laughs> refining oil? Yeah, it's minging. And like obviously no like tomato and things like that. Tomato. Because so the other thing is tomato. You've got to really clamp down on it. So you put the you put the thing you put again. The bread in. What is it? What's the solution? Push. Big well, push. yeah. Well, actually, it's a pinch. No, get on top of it. No, no. Well, you'll snap it. They're not. They're not. So you put the bread in, yep. and you you, you you do the thing like what I do with most things that you think might require a bit of force, but you don't want to break it. So you go like, yeah. <laughs> you just feel it. You okay. tension. Feel yeah. the tension. Yeah. In it. It's quite a bit of because obviously I I overfill them. That's why. So I put too much filling in. And you go. Duck. It's. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, 
And I grab it and I'm like, you squeeze it once, like, no, it's not going to close. <laughs> and, you, and then you think, well, I could re- remove filling. That's not an option. <laughs> you manage to get the clip on, turn it on, you like, house in short success. And then they're, the, the, their own, the level of advancement they have is two lights, green and red. Right, so, so, so there's there's the, no the ninety five one will have a full rainbow. Well, it's, exactly. So this one has there's no dials. <laughs> there's no, there's an on switch, and then a green light and a red light, and somehow they've decided that they know the time for all toasties to be toasted. So universal like, toasty, the universal matrix, toasty yeah. time. So the light's red, and then it goes green. But because it's like it'd be like, I want to say like a minute and forty five seconds, you get a bit distracted. And then you look at it and realise... There's no sound. No. No buzzer. No, no, there's no, no notification. No auto off. You have to literally stare at it. So you, you be like... <laughs> this is so fucking primitive. And, and then you look, you look at it, it and, and it's, it's like being green for 30 seconds and it's like... But it's like bubbling out the side. <laughs> cheese is going all over the place. But yeah, ham and cheese. What, what ham? What cheese? Deviate. Wafer thin ham. I quite like um, Leerdammer cheese. Have you had, had that before? Is that the stuff with the holes in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. bit sweet, bit... bit yellow... Nutty, yellow Packaging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but fucking delicious. What toasty machine? Because I'm going to have to link this on I think Amazon. it's. I think it's Breville. See, from the Yeah, Breville Sandwich Maker sounds like a legitimate... Oh, also, before I forget, um, people on YouTube, links to everything we're talking about will be in the show notes below. But if you follow the links, you will be supporting the podcast at no extra cost to yourself because we are on the Amazon affiliate scheme. Thank you. Chicken dinner. From your description, I don't know if I would buy that model. It's just too much of a jump with a buzz or a, a no. Like my egg boiler has a buzz. Shouts, shouts at me when I. When I think that's done. because that's quite important that it but it does that though. I think no more because nothing can go on fire. It just it just ruins there. the egg. Like yeah, if if whereas, if you toast a toasty for slightly too long, you get a bit you, the, the bread's a bit browned. Mm. But, but, but if you left it for ages, wouldn't the bread go on fire? Well, but you're a twat if you leave it for ages. <laughs> that's like if you if you leave the oven on for too long. Well, you know, there's, no, there's no alarm on the oven. But so I like. They're brilliant. They're really cheap. And if you are like looking for something to have, like if you'll have sandwiches in the house, just have toasties for God's sake. Like it's that. a good point, man. I had last week, I had a refeed day and I was walking through Asda and looked, <laughs> looked. Buy and a birthday s- cake. And so I didn't buy a you birthday cake. You always have birthday cake, don't you? <laughs> birthday cake. Um, and saw some extra large crumpets. Ooh. Mate, I love a good how, crumpet. How big? Like they're, like they're like this, aren't they? Yeah, pretty you know, big. Like, like almost, plate. almost. How do you eat it? So, well, crispy. <laughs> <laughs> so the way I, the way that I toasted mine was, um, I had to put it in and then take the both of them in, then take the full things out, rotate 180 degrees, then put them back in and do the other side. Uh, but then what I chose to do was have an extra thick single side of butter and just. Put one on top of the nice. other. Oh, delicious! Because both ends, obviously, the outside of a t- of a crumpet is the crustiest bit, yeah. right? And then Not it's the soft and gooey in the inside. Yeah, oh, but it's two outsides. <laughs> shit loads of butter, really salty butter. Oh my god! See, <sighs> the downside of a toasty machine is it can only be used for toasties because it, the the plates are shaped like a toasty, like crimps, yeah, crimps yeah, 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 a bit of bread, and you know, like an A four bit of bread into <laughs> into two. You know what I mean? Don't you? Yeah, yeah, you know exactly yeah. what I mean. Like A4 white Warburton's bread mm-hmm. into two. Best of both. So I, I see, I use actually, this is another tip. Don't, for fuck's sake, use normal bread. Oh, God. Okay. Because it's too thick. You need to buy. Thin cut. So just get like a, a, um, supermarket own brand toasty bread. 
thinner. Uh, okay. It compresses more. Interesting. I there was wondering why, why toasty bread is called toasty bread. Mm, it, there's more. Well, you get Danish as well, where it's like oh, 10 really? calories. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like you lick it, it dissolves in your tongue. <laughs> It's good so though, isn't it? It's interesting about you said about like the three price ranges, because I do think that applies to all kitchen appliances. And I've got <laughs> I have a pressure cooker. In fact, have we discussed this on previous life yes, Yeah. Okay. So you'll have known that my I went from rice cooker to pressure cooker, hundred pounds instant pot. There is one for about two thousand pounds that you can get. Oh, <coughs> oh fucking Christ. But Does it come with a chef? Yeah, I feel like it's it, it's like super There's a glory hole, isn't there? The, the, yeah, there must be some some <laughs> business going on there but remove the uh, keratin penis cooker <laughs> so today my life hack is something that I think the three of us need to start doing oh god okay which is is this counselling is someone going to have a pillow no I'd so, be up for I'd be up for that counselling well like not let's not yeah, our coach sorry. yeah our, our coach was like everyone needs to do counselling therapy, therapy yeah. at some point but um, doodle pole so uh, yeah. <laughs> what is this? This is this is when Say you, the word again. This is when you doodle poll. This is when you've got you. you got between three people, you're all like, Oh, we, we need to do a thing on Tuesday. Oh no, I can't I can't do Tuesday, but I can do Tuesday morning. No, I can't because I've got okay, how about Thursday? I have said man, I can't do Thursday and you, you end up having this like long conversation to try and organise a, a date. Whereas Doodle Poll gets you you all get sent out a list of times you tick the ones that you can do and then it collates and finds the overlaps and it says like Calendly similar to so Calendly is like a booking service for two people yeah whereas Doodlepole if you're like organising a stag do or something so I used it for, for a stag do did you organise it epic that is awesome is there a referral code is it free it's free it's free up to like a certain number of uh, okay. users or something yeah okay Just make, and then just make a new email that's awesome. That's a fucking really good, good service. One. Right. Uh, ooh. Right. Oh, well, this one, this one's a fucking game changer if you don't know about it. Um, share, auto share your Instagram story to your Facebook story. This is the most free games that I'm ever going to give you on Life Hacks, right? It's the equivalent free games is wearing knee sleeves to squat. Mm. Getting a belt. Um, so if you are on your phone, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go on your phone, go on to Instagram, swipe, uh, right. So that you open up your Instagram story, little button at the bottom that is uh, story settings, setting story settings, and then scroll right to the bottom. And there's just a little nonchalant toggle that says share story to Facebook. That allows you to automatically share whatever you put on your Instagram story on your Facebook story. And no one, no one actually looks after the Facebook story because who gives a fuck about Facebook stories? <laughs> However, I have about 15,000 followers in uh, between friends and followers on mine and I'm getting just over a thousand views on Facebook. Because Facebook are desperate for the open race. so They need it, yeah, so they drive, they're driving it really hard and it'll auto-pull through polls. So if you put a poll on Instagram... It'll it, it bring the um, ability across. One thing it doesn't do, which is slightly frustrating, especially for what a lot of people in marketing will do, is it doesn't transfer across swipe ups because you can't swipe up on Facebook to go to a link, which is a little bit annoying. So a lot of the time I'll be like, here's a new podcast or whatever. Is it like clickable? Or, no, or is it just, just no doesn't exist. It literally just got this thing at the bottom. That's stupid. Yeah, a bit irritating. But some of the stuff works, like some of the polls work and some of the questions work and things. But it is the <laughs> freest gains you're ever going to get. And you can share... 
if you if you're on a business account, maybe if you're on a personal, but I doubt it. If you're on a business account, you can share it to a fan page. So our lads that are looking after our club nights, they'll be going around taking Instagram stories and stuff like that. But our fan pages are massive. All club night fan pages are massive because it's where the albums get uploaded to. And we're finding that we're matching our Facebook, our Instagram reach on Facebook um, just through the stories. And it, you're already doing it. You're already recording the content. And you once you've pressed that button once, free games, man. The game changer, game changer. Johnny. So I have one that is that will upset people. So I'm going to do this one initially, then I'll do a proper one. Who's it going to upset us? Or I think, I think, so it, it's a shit thing to do. It's a shit thing to do. And it, I think it'll upset people, especially people who care about the environment. Okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus. So strap yourself in. This, this, this works. I've tested that it works. I've, I, I've observed it happen. Punch a cat. I've, no, not punch a cat. <laughs> Strangle a dolphin. No. Uh, put your thumb in a dolphin's blowhole. No. Um, so, I, bet I bet they've got sufficient room. I bet your thumb doesn't have enough girth to get in a blowhole. I bet you, you probably need to. It would also <laughs> be really, Imagine really if you hard just strangle one. Yeah. Although I feel like it could probably. If I try to blow up a uh, hot water bottle, and if you if you let if you let go for a minute, it <laughs> hot water up. Yeah. One, really? One, oh god! You're gonna have to brace them. Oh shit! I've never thought so, so much before. resistance in them. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, strangling a dolphin would also be quite hard. I think difficult. Yeah, you can't get it into. Where's its neck? You, well, well, it's all neck. It's, isn't it's it? entire neck. We discussed this about a shark, thin. didn't we? Yeah, yeah. A big muscly neck. You're squeezing a big. Muscle. You can't get it in a like a full Nelson or a half Nelson. I remember I had a, a teacher at school that used to argue that everybody has their price for everything and he was adamant. And someone went, I disagree. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> I'll not say, okay. but, but I bet you can guess. Okay. Can you do the voice? <laughs> right, okay. So he went, everyone has their price. Um, and someone went, no, like I wouldn't. I, w- I wouldn't kill a puppy. And he went, I bet you would. I bet you would. You know <laughs> Ten million. Ten million. And then it was like and he was like, Would you strangle a dolphin? Would you kill a dolphin? I bet you would. I bet you hundred million. I told you. Right. <laughs> Just bullying children. <laughs> it was we were like sixth form. I still fully agree with him. Everyone has a price for anything. Going down a, a, a do- Anyway, to your to your life hack. So you know how when you are in Sainsbury's, right? And you're getting something and you go to the till not self-service, go to the till and there's someone processing your shopping for you and they say, would you like a bag? And you say, yes. And then they say, that'll be 5p, is that okay? And you go, yes. If you want to avoid the 5p charge, (laughs) this is a dick move. What you do is you wait for them to process the payment and then you say, oh, can I have a bag please? And they'll give you one for free. And they won't mm. then set up a new transaction to process the five p, because the processing fee would just erode the five p anyway. Uh, well, and they yeah. they they understand the back end processing fees. Well, no, sufficiently high. No, but like they're it'll, not going to be a trickle down. There's, there's a customer waiting. Said, like, right, there's a customer waiting, and you you've, or you're about to leave. You're about, and you're like, this process. isn't a uh, this isn't a like ten p.m. on a Monday tactic, is it? When there's ten checkout operators, oh no, just, you need to be just like you it, during. Normal busy times. It depends if there's a protocol that they've just told everyone blanket. Like if someone asks for it after you process, I, 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 so it happened one time, right? It happened one time to me, and I was like, "That was weird. She didn't charge me for the bag." Mm. 
And but it, it, it's a dick move because I understand why is they've it bad got for the environment to do that. Well, but the, the whole point of that so it's, it's better a, to have it's your a bags. It's tax, isn't it? Designed right. to offset the negative externalities of the plastic and the so it's designed to discourage someone from getting a bag. Mm. What I'm doing is getting a bag anyway and not paying and encouraging people publicly to do it. To I'm just saying. So I'm saying I, I found it. I found it works. Do with it what you will. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's the right thing to do necessarily, but I've tested it since it happened the first time, and it does still work. The upgrade, the twat upgrades to that. <laughs> Oh, actually, this wouldn't this wouldn't work. But I actually think that this is a better way to do what you talked about there. This killer dolphin. It's stra- get a dolphin <laughs> into a half Nelson so you can get it in a big half, neck, one behind, and then grab like that, and then <laughs> um, the solution is. Or my my favorite thing is you know when they go, um, "Hi, would you like a bag?" and they go, "Say yes." Mm. Would you like a hand with your packing? Yes. Really? I just say, and if not, I just say, would you mind giving me a hand with my packing? Which is their their own language used back at them. Even though I actually think, especially Asda might have cycled that out now, but it's just, you know what I mean? It's so ingrained in them. That's like the Russian trigger code. And they just immediately start packing your shit away. And you can just do whatever you want. Right. If they are particularly surly... Mm. The solution, and do this, this is so bad. I can't believe you brought this up and I've just opened this world of like malignant supermarket supermarket tactics. Um, So what I do is I'll pretend that there's something I've forgotten and just go off on a little walk for for two minutes. Because then you have to stand and watch them. And they'll put it in. I'm like, look, oh, fuck. I've just forgotten something. Would you mind just packing my bags while I go? Like an entire thing just what, lined what up. What if they're so surly that you come back and they go, where's your thing that you've forgotten? And no, you they, go, would, they wouldn't do Couldn't find themselves. it. Well, they're yeah, too late. They've already packed the bags. That's true. You can be like, oh, I didn't want any more. Oh, Don't oh, fuck I, on I, me! <laughs> There's a really funny, so Alan Partridge scissored aisle where he becomes a checkout lady for a day. Mm. Brilliant. You probably won't be able to get it on YouTube, but that is brilliant. Cool. Right, Seth, you got one? I have. It's going to get me in trouble. Fine, but that one's just got Johnny in trouble yeah, with I'm some gonna vegans. Get, I'm going to get like picketers and, and the whole thing. Vegans. Okay. Yeah. Dolphin lovers. I have found a way to schedule iMessages. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Apologies to Yusuf's girlfriend. Fucking hell. <laughs> Come on then. So you go to Shortcuts, which used to be a third-party app that's now been acquired by Apple. And it is an iPhone. Well, it's in your settings. So it, it, you download it from the App Store, but Apple have made it. And in the next iOS, it's going to be... Shortcuts. Shortcuts. It's going to be the new... Um, like It's going to be, yeah, like it, one of the native bits of apps. And it's a it's an automation service for iPhone. What it allows you to do is... I'll give you a few examples of things that it can do. So all of the texts that I've sent Johnny over the past... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in 2006. <laughs> the, problem is, the, the problem is, obviously, having to respond, because the only way that you can respond by scheduling is predicting the question. Yeah. But that, that's, that's why you have to, all the texts are just, hmm, that's nice, well, that's interesting. I also think that. Oh, God, this is getting, we're getting really down there. <laughs> and then you is this, like, is this like a chat bot, but just for you? Just, yeah, you've just got to make your own It's not chat actually bot. a chat bot, it's just messages that Yusuf's typing. Yeah. So, short, shortcuts, other things that it can do... Um, it can resume the latest book that you were listening to at... No one cares about that. Thing. Scheduling so iMessages. How do you do it? Schedule iMessages. It's just one of the shortcuts on there. Let me see. You can add to Wonderlist. Let me see. You can... You're not letting me see. You, you can play the Got most... tiny I can't thing. see now. You can play the most recent playlist. So And also you can create a smart playlist. Oh, is that a widget? Is that in your it, widget a, thing? Yeah. Right, so, okay. so you just one tap and then it... 
So, so can you schedule, you schedule an iMessage to me for the next five, in five minutes time. Okay, cool. That's going to be good. If it doesn't arrive in five minutes time, you know that. You can, you can also um, create a smart playlist of like the last 50 songs that you've added to your iTunes and it'll auto update. Use iTunes. That, uh, okay. So but it would be nice if I did. Send delayed message. Man, I have got so many fucking good life hacks here. I've got loads we're going to have to do life hacks 110. Maybe we should have like a single payment of 99999 and it unlocks all the life hacks. 99. <laughs> 9,500 pounds. Right. Is, are you shortcuts for a thing? Yeah. You cool. scheduled it. Is it on loud? You're fine on loud. It's the only time I'm allowing you to put it on loud in a podcast. Okay. So. I don't think I have message notifications on. Ah, oh, that's good. See? Yeah, that's yeah, fucking good, be, that. Yeah, too deep down. Um, okay. So. Um. No, no, nice. yeah, that's it. Nice. Has to be done. Okay, so. Hot day. Uh, unsplash.com. Is it unsplash.com? Yeah. Unsplash.com. So. Like, like pixels and pixabay and stuff. So, everybody. Proper good, yeah. Everybody wants to use. Stop it. <laughs> Everybody wants nice stock photos that they can use, whether it's for marketing or just for cover photo for some event that you're making on Facebook or whatever it is. Unsplash.com is, without a doubt, the best place to find well-curated stock photos. So a lot of photographers across the internet have taken mint photos of random stuff, whether it be uh, meditating or a, a photo of the spine or a cool photo of coffee or anything. Unsplash.com search whatever it is that you're looking for. I guarantee they're a bit hipstery. Some of the photos, they are a little bit, but they're, they're, they over deliver on cool and edginess, which for a stock photo probably brings it to about normality. Yeah, which is, most stock photos are so clinical looking. Yes, exactly. Like, Chris, these are brilliant. Are these free? Yes, all of them. Royalty free. Great advert. This is... I So, so Pexels, have we spoken about that one before? No. Have you heard of Pexels, VMD? So being the even... The, it's, so yeah. Pexels is what I've always used. It's very similar to this, like the formatting and everything is very Search similar. meditation. It even has, even has the same, some of the same photos. Search meditation or productivity. I've searched gym. Gym. Oh, just insane mint photos of like cool shit. He's a big blonde head man. He says large human, yes. So, uh, so yeah, unsplash.com. Like, that's and pretty good. You can also... A, a really fucking good thing is if you've got... Um, uh, what was that story app that we came up with? Covered, uh, the one that has the ripped. Rip paper. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. VMD, VMD's gesturing from behind there. story. Anyway. My mid. One word. Fold. Unfold. 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 Yes, thanks, Dean. <laughs> um, Unfold has inbuilt into it. So Unfold we already featured. It's a, a nice way of making Instagram stories look <clears throat> very curated. Unfold has built into it. You can either add a photo from your gallery, take a photo, or automatically search Unsplash and just pull a photo in without saving it to your phone. That motherfucker. There's a couple of WordPress apps we do that you use that do that as well, and it's lovely. They, like, they must have an API that just allows you to... So can I piggyback off that? Yeah, 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 a, yeah, cool. There's a Mac app called Zoomy with two M's that is an aggregator of Pixabay, Pexels, Unsplash. Um, What's it called? Zoomy, Z-O-O-M-M-Y. And it's it's £12 and it's a... Lifetime license. 
Yeah, I think so. And you just search it, it just aggregates all the photos. It splits them by um, paid and free photos. Mm. And um, I just like, I prefer having a native map. You're blown away by Unsplash, aren't you? You you completely, I use Pexels two, three days a week. Unsplash, this is all That is... Oh man, game changing. changing. Man, some of your ads now. <clears throat> we should do life hacks more often. <laughs> That's Frank the Tank for you. Is that a choo-choo trick? All right, Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Right, Zoomy app. Oh, we're going back the other way. <sighs> well, that, that, that was just a piggyback on you. I've broken but... it. No, no, I've, that, that was Chris's oh, Chris Chris life hack. Okay. <laughs> Johnny, your turn. Oh my God. Who's not going to have their kombucha? None of us are going to have this Can I have Satan's vinegar piss. Can I have someone's Can kombucha? I have it there you go. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like it back, please. Would you like it? No, thank you. No, no, no. <laughs> Johnny, what are you doing? Um, I'm just trying to decide which one to pick. Okay, I'll do this one. So, um, you may have heard the... You know, you like everyone has a to-do list. To-do list, right? So everyone has like somewhere, like a bit, bit of paper or in an app, whatever. And you have the problem where you sit down and you're like, what am I going to do? Like, how do I pick from this? So some people say pick one thing to do per day. Some people say have three important tasks to do. But the natural reaction to that is like, oh, yeah, but I need to go and, like, take this thing back to the shop or, or whatever. So a lot of things get missed from that framework. So the, the one that – something that I've – I read about a long time ago, used it when I was working as an accountant actually quite a bit, but started using it again recently, is 531. So it's not the strength training program. <laughs> Five, three, one for productivity. So bench. squat, bench, and deadlift. Now, so uh, you have one key task, the most important thing for that day, which would be um, if that's all you got done, so a successful day. You then have three medium importance of, you know, the next three things that would be on your priority list. And then you do five admin level bullshit tasks. How do you segment them out? What do you mean? So how do you choose what falls into, because some tasks may be able to be categorized into I see well so admin stuff is like stuff that you probably wouldn't even normally put on your to-do list like really low level things but sometimes also things that like you would just let slide because they're not they're not that important but still matter when they add up so trying to think of examples like make a phone you like someone you need to call something you need to take back an errand you need to run Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff most important thing is like the thing of the most impact so if you does that happen first ideally you would do that thing first yeah. So like if you're a involved in business or, or whatever, you run your own business, something that impacts your revenue or moves your business forward. If you're an employee, it's like the thing that you're going to might lose your job if you don't do. And then three things after that would just be the next three things on your list. So I found that to be a nice balance between like, firstly, if you, you tick off all the five things, you still feel like get in, like smashing it, mm. even though they're not important. And by the end of the work week, You've done 25 admin level tasks. Probably in a natural ratio of those involved tasks as well, well, isn't it? Nice. I like it. Is there a um, blog or like a a little... If you search like 531 productivity method. And the best app I've found to use this on... Big Lifts 2. Big Lifts 2. No, so... (laughs) um, It involves strangling a... No... Um, Todoist so I know you don't like Todoist I know you like things and all that sort of stuff but Todoist allows you to um, colour code or categorise your tasks um, blue, red or yellow so blue is my my admin tasks, Mm -hmm. yellow is my medium importance and red is the most important so I'll actually go through my to-do list and I'll pre-categorise them so Mm -hmm. at the start of the day I just literally click and drag, five things three things, one thing, done, day scheduled that's all I do that's a good way to do it 
It's good. Seth. This is really pretty related to what Johnny's just said about Todoist. Um, I use Wonderlist, but both apps have this feature, which is uh, a quick capture hotkey. So, so does things. So does thing. Oh, great. Okay, so all three, whether you're a Todoist, Wonderlist, or Things user, they all have this feature. And I know my life hacks have been very techy today, but um, there'll be a keyboard shortcut for Wonderlist. It's Command Shift W. Comes up with a bar. You type in the um, task that you need to do. And I think with Todoist has the best version of this, where if you put like a symbol of at or hashtag or whatever, you can then allocate it to a certain list and mm-hmm. you can tag it as high, medium or low priority. And then it's just in your system. So you don't have to open up the app or anything. You can just be in the middle of something and go, like, oh, I need to do that thing. Okay. So tag urgent in folder work. Can you so, smart schedule? If you, so like if, yeah. I, if you were to say, yeah. um, so if I control and... Uh, oh, this is because I haven't See, logged in. Boom. So I haven't logged in to things on my new laptop. On my new laptop. So I think Command T is Todoist. Pretty sure. So Command T, and then it'd be like um, log into Unsplash every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, and it, it, it sets natural, so natural, natural language. So Tiago Forte, if you're interested in this sort of stuff, if this is kind of really getting your juices flowing, the episode Mine is hard. Yeah, that's Unsplash though for you. Um, <laughs> The episode that I did with Thiago Forte is the fucking Bible on this. Like, he is just a monster. He knows quite a bit about it, doesn't he? He really does, yeah. But a frictionless capture for to-do lists, I think, is the... Uh, using a smart capture. One thing that Things has is called Things Helper, um, which is where it uses a smart capture. So let's say that you're on an email um, and you use... Mine is control and space to open up the capture, but control option space pulls in the title of the page that you're on on a website and then puts the URL into the description. So let's say that you need to reply to an email. You just... So is it whichever app is at the front? Yes, and it'll just pull that through, but typically it's used for websites. So it'll just pull that in and it'll title it with the thing at the top, which you can change the name of the page and then it'll... Do you two use, I'm I'm guessing you do, the Evernote email address when you... You know the you know the thing of like mm. when you're sifting sifting through emails if you need to find so, something so in can reference. You, can you explain this, like just what what the feature is? So if you have an if you have an Evernote an Evernote account, you have an email address associated to that Evernote account that allows you to send an email to Evernote. I think to inbox. Um. So I have an Alfred shortcut, which is I type A ever, enter, and it sends the email and files it away to my Evernote. That's lovely. What, as in, so you have to have the email open? Yeah, so, if, so when I'm sifting through my emails, I can't remember, is it Tiago Forte? It's like you either action it, delay it, or reference it, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, there's, there's an email app that's purely designed around that thing. Is it like a, it's like a game for Gmail? Kind of. It, well, there's, it's a standalone thing, and there's, uh, there's four big buttons next to every email. Oh, uh, right, okay. And so it's purely designed around that. Someone made a, a game for Gmail to get you to Inbox Zero, where you like have to swipe emails from that Tinder. It's Tinder for emails. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's an equivalent for this, which is send to Kindle. So you can turn on an accepted email address on your Kindle device. Uh, it's actually on your Amazon account. And then anything which you receive from that email address if the attachment can be opened by Kindle, it'll automatically add it to your library on all your devices. So let's say that someone sends you, oh, hi, mate, I've just ripped the new Mark Manson book, or someone sent me it, or whatever, whatever. All that you do, 
take that email, forward it to like Chris.Williamson at Kindle.com mm-hmm. and all of your devices will have that document on there. Do you use WhisperSync? Uh, no, because I don't tend to buy books that I also listen to. I either have them, I tend to have them on one or on another. Right. That's a good, if, you, if you're like in the car, if you're reading a book in the morning and you want to continue listening on the way to work. Yeah. That's happened with a couple of books. Sinks your place on Audible. Uh, I'm going to do a slightly short one now. So um, if you are listening to house music in the gym and you're doing some isometric holds, let's say that you're holding a plank or you need to be, you're holding a stretch and you need to know how long, let's say you're holding it for 30 seconds. If you're listening to house music, almost all house music is written at between about 124 and 128 beats per minute, which means that every hi-hat hit or every other beat is about a second. So if you're listening to music, you don't need to look at the clock, just count every other beat and that's going to count you in seconds. Can you play us an example? Uh, yeah, sure. So... If be less than seven seconds for the this YouTube is going to pull us. In right. fact, this is going to pull us on YouTube. All right, we'll not do it. So, um, but yeah, every Good other knowledge. every other beat, every other beat is one second, almost exactly. Um, and by using that as a cadence for doing whatever isometric holds, stretches, um, anything. There okay. you go. So headphones are in. Time. Don't need to look in. There you go. Excellent, excellent, Johnny. Um, so this one is actually influenced by listening to your podcast of James Clear and then re-reviewing my notes on Atomic Habits. Nice. Um, but I think the mistake that people make with building habits and behaviours is they make it too general. So they'll say, I'm going to practice, I'm going to build the habit of meditating every day, for mm-hmm. example. And what happens is you will for a week meditate in the morning and then something will happen, something will happen. You're like, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. And then before you know it, you've lost your streak completely of meditating. Mm. So instead, what I've tried to focus doing is you drill and build the, what is almost like the the lead indicator of that habit being completed. Mm. So like I will meditate in the morning after making a coffee or, or whatever. Mm. Um, but the biggest one for me was, the biggest change for me was so trying to achieve a calorie deficit, right? Something that we help a lot of people do Mm. but saying I'm going to track my macros for 12 weeks or I'm going to lose weight like the biggest for me the biggest lead indicator of me hitting my macros and therefore being in a calorie deficit across the week is after I meditate in the morning I sit and just plan in my fitness pile what I'm going to eat that day Mm. probably so I track my macros in the morning at the start of the day and all that means is so it's it's your best estimate right like obviously things change but all that means is that when you deviate from what you tracked, you immediately think, "Oh well, I need, <clears throat> gotta I need, go back and change I need my to, fitness." Well, well, no, I need to adjust something later in that later later in the day. Mm. So, like, what most people do is they'll eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner, track it. Go fuck, I'm over by 400 calories. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I better adjust tomorrow. Or and then by the next day, you've had a night's sleep. You've kind of forgotten about that. And then you're over. Then you over your calories by several thousand across the week. <laughs> so, is it predict your calories earlier in the day? Yeah. So you just so like most people have a pretty routine. Like most people feeding like, schedule have a similar breakfast. Like if you used to, if you have like forty grams of cereal and a two scoops of whey, yeah, exactly. so banana, yeah, yeah. Banana. so a banana as well. I've, I've, micro. I've introduced a banana recently. Nice, yeah. you're on a health kick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you had some like crushed doctor away. I smashed, think, so. <laughs> smashed avocado on the cereal. Oh yeah, exactly. With, with, a, with a bit of like sprinkled uh, black pepper and uh, lovely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, most people eat very similar foods, um, and usually the question mark is dinner. So if you just 
best predict dinner. And if you listen to my previous life hack, life hack and you've got gusto, mm. then you just pick the recipe card at the start of the day nice. and put that in. Or, oh, sorry, one. can I do two? Yeah, yeah. So this was a present I got recently. James Haskell's cookbook, right, has barcodes on the recipe pages that scan immediately into my fitness pad. Oh, that's great. So it has listed macros. That's going to become standard practice, I imagine. Oh, well, yeah. But do you, do you have any idea how, so how big, few recipe books have the macros? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. And you're trying to put in like a third of a cup of flour. Yeah. I know. That's the thing. You're not even putting the end result in. You're putting in like, (laughs) what are the raw fucking, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. raw materials. That's great. Who's James Haskell? Just a He's a rugby player. Former, I think former England rugby player. I don't think he plays anymore. Big, big dude. It's the standard um, route, the career route that any ex-celebrity does now, isn't it? Like, just cooking. Cookbook. It's daytime TV. I was on BBC Radio Ulster today. That's or several weeks ago. Yeah, it will be several weeks ago in podcast land, won't it? Maybe it's already old. Podcast land. It's interesting. Uh, what have we got? You said. So, two monitors has changed my life. Oh, second display. Well, actually, external display. External and display. And then second external display. Yeah. So, um, how much better is having two external displays than having one? Have you got two and external I, displays? I have the potential for it. So, um, I. I found I acquired an old TV, like right. an old Samsung TV, like flat screen. I don't watch, I haven't watched TV in years, so I don't really didn't know what to do with it. Thinking to sell it, and then I was like, hang on, there's an HDMI cable. Can I get an HDMI to Thunderbolt or whatever it's called? Have you not got an HDMI in your Mac? Oh, you got an Air. Yeah. So managed to find one on Amazon. I, I had to buy three cables because the first two I bought mail to mail, and then I bought like a. A USB thinking it had a USB so, so that, that was my stupidity but eventually got the correct cable and it's just instantaneous there's no delay between thingies the quality is perfect it's just like an extension of your screen and all year I've when you have document on one side and something you're typing on the other for example or something to reference and something to do mm. it's just been fantastic and then if you if you don't if you're not doing a task like that having your to-do list maximised on that side it's beautiful. Do you ever oh. just maximise Be Focus Pro? Yeah. Just so it's, <laughs> it's so big. Huge counter with a single task. It's brilliant because it's like, right, you're going to do this Mother task. No, you can set them, can't you? Order them. So you can have like, you can drag something from there to there. Seriously. So I use Better Touch Tool for expanding the shortcuts and things on Mac, which I highly recommend. It's like 10 quid for like for three years license, I think. Mm-hmm. And I've got a shortcut where I swipe left from the edge of the trackpad and it takes the window that's at the frontmost thing and maximises it to the next display. So you like throw it. So if you've got it, it three displays, well. including your MacBook. So the other display is uh, what you can use is any iPad or iPhone yeah. using an app called Duet. Now, again, the new beamed version it. of it? iOS. Well, this is made by, by Apple developers. Is AirPlay mirroring and screen mirroring not a thing? You can do that as well, but you have to have the, the device that you're mirroring two has to be capable of that Great. this is just a, a and that's only mirror, mirroring right. so it's not it's not display an extension display right. yeah. okay, yeah. so what duet allows you to do and it will soon be included in the default Apple thing is that you plug in an iPhone or an iPad and you stand it up and it just acts as another monitor okay so, so that's I mean, you have a very small phone yeah that's an argument for getting like the so, new XS plus or something like a massive it? phone yeah yeah. yeah I mean they, extra display with an iPhone it's only useful for like something that's like, be focus pro time or be a uh, be focus pro that's cool. Um, so I'm going to ride off the back of that. Can I do two? I mean, yeah, oh, right. actually, just before before you do, yep. better touch tool, just on that note. 
there's a new feature that allows you, you know how we mentioned a few life hacks ago to improve in, to turn your light, your trackpad tra- speed, track speed up to the maximum. It can take it past the current it limit. It creates a new spectrum. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> to like it, sickening speed. So I sent the screenshot, <laughs> I, sent, I sent the screenshot of, um, increased trackpad sensitivity and then in brackets after it it says goes past current like Apple settings I sent the screenshot to Darren Darren said I want it immediately <laughs> did, did I send you that? yeah yeah. you can also on that theme this is for VMD uh-huh. you can use an iMac as an external display for a MacBook why would you not just Thunderbolt to Thunderbolt oh nice just in case you want to so um, extending from your life hack there Yusuf is convert to a standing desk like, um, I got in touch with the guys who make the chair that Joe Rogan has, which is called the Fully Capisco chair. And they also make the world's best standing desk, which it's a is a nice chair. Mm. Yeah, it's very comfortable. It's a lot more like a saddle. You need to just, so if you're listening, go and Google Fully Capisco, C A P I S C O, D I N G O. Um, <laughs> And, and to have a little look at it, it's, it looks like the maddest thing ever, but it is ridiculously comfortable. It's a standing desk stool that you can use from just above typical seating height to all the way above higher than you are when you're standing. Um, and the desk also is on actuators. And with the touch of a button, you can go from seating to standing. You have preset memory buttons on it as well. You press the button and it just rises up. Now, it isn't cheap. That's the <laughs> issue. But... If you are working, especially if this is going to be the thing that you're going to sit at for the rest of your life, by the time that this is out, in fact, Stuart McGill went out today. So you'll have heard the world's leading back pain specialist say that move well and move often is the best heuristic to use for reducing back pain. If you're a knowledge worker, if you work on a desk, you will have some degree of back discomfort. Everyone does. So moving from seating to standing as seamlessly as you can for me, I explained this to you the other day, Seth. When I'm doing Pomodoros now, I do two Pomodoros standing, one Pomodoro seating. Just And as my alarm goes off, and if I need to change, just press a button. Press a button, I'll move. And that's it. And standing all day to, to seating, to standing, moving around is making me feel... Another thing as well, I'm so much more energized when I stand up. Mm. Doing a podcast, standing up, I'm able to use my hands, talk to, et cetera, We, we et should do a life hack for all three of us standing up one day. We'll do a so full you know, podcast. Do you remember yeah. Barbell Shrugged? Oh, Barbell yeah, Shrugged. it is, isn't it? Just they do all the their podcasts. No, they go around the country. Do, do all, their, all their podcasts. on. Uh... Ah. So if you want a cheaper version of that, what I've had for ages, Vary Desk, which is just a big unit that you put, put, put on top of any desk and that, that becomes a standing desk. Loads of adjustable heights. Mm. So it comes up and forward. Yeah. Also... Kelly Starrett has a book called Desk Bound. Where he's very anti-sitting, like very, very anti-sitting. But he has a sequence of like mobility drills. They're more like just movement movements you can do um, to alleviate some of the symptoms of sitting um, that work extremely well in Pomodoro breaks. Nice. So Pomodoro breaks are best used, in my opinion, as either little quick meditation session. Or do one of Kelly Starrett's like rehab man. So I do, I do um, the McGill, the McGill Big Three takes almost exactly four minutes thirty. Does it for me to do one of the movements? It's about fifteen minutes to get all three done. Mm. So you can get away, especially side plank. Side plank's great. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do another one. We are approaching summer. People are going away on holiday. 
and you're going to be going through the airport. This, I, I, I only realised it on my most recent trip, and I've been away quite a lot this year. And this is the discussion about where do you get, once you get into the departure lounge, where do you get your food for the flight from? So, I mean, if you're not buying food for a flight, even if it's a short one, you need it because you're left with, like, Ryanair's Toasty, which is not a nice toasty. No, they're always wet. Sh- very you know, soggy. Why are they wet? Very condensed. What the fuck is that process? Very condensed. Are they microwaving that? I think so. There must yeah. be. Microwaving. They need to listen to the light. They do. Fucking get the breville on that. I mean, the breville. That's, that is hot floppy you bread. To, you have to pay extra for it, surely, as well. Oh, you what do you mean? Pay, for, to get it you well, yeah, you don't get it. You don't get it included. It's not like an Oh, no, so the short haul flights you're paying on top. Long haul flights, even worse than that. You the food that you get on long haul flights makes me almost more hungry than before I ate it. Yeah, like it is not especially so- if you've got an allergy because what you get oh. is a fruit platter, <laughs> and when they say fruit platter, what they mean is a bit of melon. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. A bit of honeydew, like a thin slice. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, the, I think you first off, I need to I need to preface this and create the foundation that if you are going on a plane, you need some food. Mm. The best approach for this is to get a meal deal, right? So you're like, right, okay, well, I want some water. I don't have to keep calling the lady over. Also, water's expensive on the plane. Mm. Need some water. Probably going to get a sandwich anyway. It's like safer, safer sort of bet. Oh, well, if I've got that, I may as well get a snack as well. Upsell. WH Smith meal deal, four ninety nine. Boots meal deal, three ninety nine. <laughs> and Boots meal deal. Boots is the only store. WH Smith doesn't have this. Boots has... Saurine pre-buttered two slices oh. malt love. You can okay. only get the single bar, which is smaller, in uh, WH Smiths, but in Boots, one pound less, and you can get pre-buttered soaring right. slices. I'm doing that this week, man. Game changer. I'm I telling have, you. I have a, a fucking telling you, man. I have a sandwich buying tip. Oh, so I buy a lot of sandwiches, like high volume <laughs> sandwich purchases. So one of the biggest very problems- sandwich heavy today. <laughs> The biggest problem, if you are someone who doesn't, unlike these two, just maintain abs all year round eating whatever the hell you want, um, and you have to actually consider what you eat, when you're buying like a sandwich from WH Smith or Boots, typically the calories are 400 to 600, and the protein's normally pretty low. Fat's pretty high, protein's pretty low. So I have a 10% rule to try and get, that you want to get as close to this 10% rule in general when buying any meal in a place like this. And the, the 10% rule is calories, 10% of that number, that should be what you're aiming for in grams of protein. And the closest you can get to that, that is pretty fucking good. Like a grenade bar is about 10%. So it's not always possible, but you should be aiming just to Just aim to get as close to that. So what that ends up looking like is some, obviously, chicken, bacon, salad kind of stuff. Sometimes sandwich. they have like a protein booster, don't they? Like a little Sometimes. I bet, an, I bet an all-day <clears throat> breakfast is fucking good for that. It's actually not. Hash browns. So an all-day all breakfast will be 600 with maybe protein in the 20s. Yeah. If you get a chicken and bacon salad, usually something like that, it'll be 400 with like a 35-gram protein. Oh, yeah. really getting up Very close. Yeah. That's good. And then if you want like a chocolate bar, you're thinking, well, how do I, what do I do? Because that's going to increase my calories, but not then. You get like chicken raiders or something shit like that, but just from the protein. That's a very unappetizing selection. Doesn't matter. Foods. Well, yeah, because gains. That's yeah. true. Because gains. Because gains. I remember being on a train and I, you, you bought either two <laughs> or three sandwiches. I remember that trip. It was two. 
Chris, I blinked. <laughs> fucking I blinked, telling bro. you, man. I looked they were there, hand. yeah. And, and I, I looked. I see John, he's not even chewing anymore. He's just got empty packets next to him. I I'm get like, really annoyed in those situations. So I'll often buy, because I think it's important. If you're traveling, get a backpack, reserve sandwich. So important. <laughs> you never you never know when you're going to be caught in a situation. Like, you're in a museum, you're hungry, the cafe shit. Thank God. Reserve sandwich. I've got my... Yeah. Right, do, 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 if, I bet you've got a slot in your backpack where you can just go. <laughs> you've got one of those fancy Thule backpacks. I do have a Thule backpack, but you go. So you go with two sandwiches in boots. You've got two sandwiches and like a big smart water, incidentally. Buy a smart water. Smart You should, um, like you a should, one litre one. You should take us through Thule on a, on a new one. I'm suggesting you, life hacks I want to hear Thule. off you. Okay. Yeah, cool. You go to go to the thing with two sandwiches, and they say, "You know, it's only if you get a pack of crisps." And if, I, yeah, no, I just want the sandwiches and all. I don't want two fucking. Yeah, but if you just spend another two pound, yeah. No, okay. I don't want the meal deal. I just want the two sandwiches <laughs> and a bottle of water. Excuse me, have you seen the percentage of protein in these sandwiches? <laughs> Do I look like a fucking amateur here? This is a problem unique to Johnny, where there'll be a better deal than the thing that he's getting. But <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want the free can of Coke. Because I haven't got anywhere to carry. I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy the Telegraph to save three pence on this bottle of water that I've got here. Because I don't want to. Fucking... No, I don't want like the share bo- share bar of dairy milk either. Yeah. I don't care if it's on offer. Yeah. Can I just have the thing that I came in? Yeah. For? Um, Who are we so, on to? You've just done one. No, you've just done one. You just what, did the wow. ten cent rule and sandwiches. That okay. Go again. I think you earn another one there. Thank you. Another one. Go Thank on then. You. Um. Okay. So. Is that text? No. I need to find. Oh, <laughs> we're well over five I've minutes. I've got a text. I've got a text. Got... That's because you are being forced to watch Love Island. <laughs> yeah. I was on it and I haven't had to watch a single second. You were on it and I didn't watch an episode while you were on it. And now you're being forced to watch it? I was revising for exams at the time. You were. Um, every person who, well, this will apply to a lot of people, but a lot of people who work nine to five jobs, the sort of rhythm that you're in, the hunger patterns that are created, typically people get hungry between 3.30 and 4.30, mm. right? And what they usually do, vending machine, muffin, snack, like latte and a biscotti or whatever, yeah. Mm. Yogurt and whey is mm. the best. Like Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt, yeah. a little bit of banana whey or... How do you make sure it dissolves properly? You don't get like powder whiskey. Just give it a good skirt. I know what you mean. Yeah, because sometimes you get a bottle, a pocket of of, of powder. Horrible. Just give it a good whisk. The best forks, the fork instead of a spoon. What you really need for this is a (laughs) container which is larger than the volume of the yogurt, which means decant decant the yogurt. That's a very good point. Because if if you're operating on like a full pot of yogurt and then you're trying to balance the scoop, no, it's just going to and you're going to. One little gust of wind, and it's yeah, it's because so, you, you get those little air pockets that come up and they fire the. It's like a, like a geezer in Iceland. It's exactly we were there. We were there. Um, what you do in that situation is you dig a trench, open the trench, and then push the yogurt into the trench. Then stir. Never try and stir with the yogurt sitting. So you on bury top. the way with yeah. the way way sitting on top. Sorry. Okay. But good. yeah, so that is from the things I found, and feel free to add something. Calories for satiety value. Greek yogurt with a bit of whey, like 250, 300 calories. And leveling it up with extra protein skier. Oh, well, well yeah, obviously. I, I Ideally, Icelandic skier. For directly from Iceland. Unfortunately, though, it doesn't exist anywhere apart from Because Danone bought it. Bought it. Mm, I can clearly Danone. remember shortly after I was convinced I was going to die of hypothermia, eating that strawberry skier and just saying to you, like... 
I can't communicate how nice this is. Yeah. It's hard to know how much of it was like delirium yeah. from, from yeah. just being it was it was early onset pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> but that strawberry ski, it was like a pudding. It was like a low calorie protein filled pudding. What's the percentage of protein to cows in skier? It'll be like twenty percent. So you know Fahe, zero percent. Yeah. That is essentially a protein supplement. That should be <laughs> in the protein. It's like fifty grams of protein, zero fat. In a tub of Fahe, it is like eight quid. What, what you were get the kilo tubs was, of Fahe. Was it you had a, you had a kilo with four double deckers? <laughs> chopped I've into mixed, it. I've mixed some. I've mixed some mental shit into, into it in my time. <laughs> I mean, that's. I can imagine Chris having a meal like that. Well, like, so Chris's like post meal snack is often they'll have a meal which will be two ready meals dumped into a big bowl with some salad. That's the meal. And then it'll be just a little finisher. It would be a malt loaf and a pot of yogurt, dip, and then just like, just squashed it. Something that, that Chris, me and Audio Broadcast all have in common Did is we, we see yogurt is the, the cement to any meal. Like It's, it's, it's not what actually food itself. Thing. Well, it's, it's, it's like the... something would be weird, but if you have it with yogurt, it's fine. Like, yogurt to me is a non-savory ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> It's a garnish. Yeah. It's a garnish. That's the closest I've ever felt to like a, a religious pulling towards a belief. Like <laughs> yogurt is a, is a savoury cat. Like, <laughs> I believe in yeah, yogurt. In yogurt. I do, do you believe in yogurt? I believe in yogurt. I, I, like, I put it on all sorts. Like people have had goes at me because I've had like the honey yogurt put onto curry. Because it's there. People are like, oh, what are you going to do that? It's sweet. And it's like, well, it's just bland material that you can put on food the, the little mini farhays with a side of like raspberry compote honey absolutely oh, okay I mean they're expensive <clears throat> like, they're, they're a treat but and they're, they're silly to say as well farhay yeah because everyone wants to say fudge <laughs> <laughs> but that's immature so yeah. it's <laughs> farhay right Seth should we do um, one, more, one more and then we'll do a quick round cool okay. so on one of the previous life hacks, I think I will have mentioned that I store the naughty apps on my phone on like the eighth page of apps. You are an idiot folder. Um, what do you call the folder? So this is what the folder's B- called. Bumbly bum. No. So it's called... It's explicit rating podcast. <laughs> Cunt times 10. <laughs> and the, the idea is you, you go through it and obviously you've got the timer thing on it as well, screen time. And you're like, oh, I better just check Instagram. Okay. just Laborious, it. isn't it? It's highly it friction. You, highly friction. You go all the way to the end and then you look at it and you're like, ah, oh, I've just been reminded. Like, and then by that point, you're like, if you still do it, you think, well, okay, at least I've made this choice consciously. And <laughs> so is the hack having screen time next to it? As well, so, I, so I did that. I've just gone a step further now, thanks to George McGill mm. and just deleted Instagram from my phone. And just don't even notice, like, there's no urge to I look at it. I bet you'll reinstall it. At some point, but the only reason I need to, because I, I upload all of my Instagram stuff from Flume mm-hmm. uh, for desktop. And so... Stories. No, so one of the problems the is that thing, Flume yeah. doesn't support stories. Mm-hmm. Like, if it does that, I would be game changer. Um, I will feature on the next one about my strategy for two phones. Why I've got two phones, one social media device and one not. And my screen time, even aggregating them both, has dropped significantly. 
Um, because From two phones. Yeah, it, which is which is bizarre. <laughs> adding, a second, yeah. adding a second phone has reduced screen time, but it has because mindless scrolling's been pretty much like, eliminated. Oh, just like, yeah. and yeah. I've got actually for the next one, I've got fucking loads of um, phone reduction life hacks. But uh, right. I'll do it. So what was your one? Just what was your one, Seth? There, like, so, what would you call um, it? just deleting Instagram or, or like or whatever <laughs> your whatever your vice app is. Yeah, your mindless thing that you check on, and replace it with something that's useful, like um, iBooks. If you want a real kick in the cock about phone use, right? The Come latest on. series of Black, of Black Mirror Get me. is oh. called. <laughs> 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 Um, the latest series of Black Mirror has been released season 5 yep the episode called Smithereens is I'll not ruin it but the ending the phone call you just like like it's not it's not some long drawn out like complex like you know the the Ruby (laughs) say what you're laughing at it's it's unrelated I'll I'll, I'll say afterwards (laughs) um so it's about it's about phone use. Okay. Um, very very hard hitting. Quite it's only three episodes long. Uh, but they're, they're quite. So when I watched a, a couple the first few, I was like, "That's a bit shit." But you sit and think about maths, and you're like, oh, "Fuck." Uh, yeah, very similar. Charlie Brooker. Do you know I've said this before and I'll say it again. Charlie Brooker. I've been watching him from screen wipe to news wipe to all of the random shit he did, like back in. 2008. He's an observer, isn't he? Very, and very good. It's so it. fucking good to see mm. someone who was probably at the mercy of... Was it BBC? Or yeah. Channel 4? One of the two. Like, some shite network. Like, totally at <laughs> well, the mercy. Well, Black Mirror was on. Yes. But oh, then it? it got... Bo- no, 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 no. Uh, when he was doing Screen Wipe. On oh, right, or whatever. I see. And then um, he comes up with this idea for Black Mirror. And first one does good. Second one does good. Then Netflix come in. Big money. Third one smashes it. And it's just he's the going execution to be as well, fucking like, raking it in mm-hmm. now, and he's finally got a platform where his um, visions. I'm presuming he's still probably taking creative lead here, like where his visions are actually able to be created. Like they had the guy that was the main villain out of uh, Sherlock Holmes. That's the episode that right, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you swinging, swinging isn't your like, penis around. There, there's like a pop star in one of them. So, I, I don't know. Like, I bet Logan Paul's in the next season. He's everywhere. I can't believe how you've become such a fan of Logan Paul. It's his podcast, man. Impulse, I'll, impulsive. I'll have to have a listen. He's got, got traffic, hasn't he? I was laughing at um, a picture that I saw of like when you're texting boys in class and it was a shot of urgent exit required. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah, okay. Do you, yeah. Have you seen... You made a reference to that show. And so I see... Line of well, Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, okay. We've fine. all just had the fear that we've spoiled each other's experiences. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because fuck. Hang on, hang on. Had you seen the end of season No, no, I, I laughed at it and I thought, oh, shit, <laughs> is, is, this, <laughs> is this not a Line of Duty reference? Uh, in which case, like, how <laughs> fucking weird do uh, I look? Fuck it. <laughs> we can throw this in. This should technically be on a catch-up, but... Well, we've ruined it for all the listeners now anyway. Well, they don't, they don't know. Um, watch true. Line of Duty. If Good you need a new show. Netflix series, watch. Yeah. Watch. I'm going to type it in right now. Watch. And, and the new Black Mirror. Line of Duty. Yeah. Oh, and watch. You'll like, you'll like the new Fine. Black Mirror. I think both of those shows constitute a life hack, given how... Yeah. Watch. The, uh, the Planets, Brian Cox's new one on BBC Two, iPlayer. Right. Oh, it's the got, equivalent of Planet Earth for the solar system. Brian Cox. For the solar system. Years and years on BBC. So 
really clever concept takes a family in current so like they talk about Brexit and, and things it's all it's a drama and they fast forward time huh? 10 years 20 years so like there's been another financial crisis yeah 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 like there's Someone's been, had a kid, there's been yeah. nuclear stuff has gone on and it you just watch it and you just have this a bit like it's like yeah have like there's something really viscerally horrible about the passing of time quickly like you know that <laughs> Rick and that, Morty Rick and Morty the, the show the well, Interstellar where there's that yeah. famous scene and yeah, it's, yeah. it's so gut wrenching because it's just like what, where Matthew McConaughey finds out that his daughter's like 80 or something because they're in the way for too long but the problem mm. the, I think so, what what the passing of time happening <clears throat> quickly in TV and film is is playing on all of our fears of death so it's it's not I just have this feeling like I'm being bombarded with media that's just telling me that like the next ten years is gonna be fucking shit. Not like if we keep on bad things. I'll tell you what, on. the next ten years are not gonna be shit if this podcast continues growing at the rate it is. <laughs> we can all fuck off really soon. Honestly, please we'll build just share, spaceship continue we'll to share this episode. Off. Honestly, continue to share the episode. I really Help do us appreciate build our spaceship. It. And we will have a fucking spaceship and everyone can come and have a massive party. <laughs> everyone can come. Everyone's welcome. You're all invited. Right. Uh, last to a safe limit. Yeah. Last three. And um, we'll do oh, quick shit. fire. Um, so my one, it's another holiday one. Um, if you are sunbathing, uh, might be on holiday, might be in the UK if we finally get some good enough weather. What you want to do to ensure that you are facing the sun without any odd, like, angles, because you get, like, one side of your body's a little bit too done in the day or whatever it is. What you want to do is look at the way that the bed or seat is aligned, and you want to make sure that the shadows cast by the seat are running completely parallel with the seat. So if you have one of the legs chopping out and underneath one of the uh, the actual bed or the seat, that means it's at an angle, and you want to continue turning, continue <coughs> turning, continue turning to that, and then... For a nice little upgrade, what you can do is work out which direction the sun's going in, and you want to add maybe about sort of fifteen degrees, twenty degrees, and that's probably got you about so you got longer to probably got about maybe half an hour to an hour until it gets to the middle, which means that you've got two hours and it'll cook both sides of you evenly. That's good. Equal chance of skin cancer everywhere. Use sunscreen. Use sunscreen always. Um, mine is periodize who you learn from or who you listen to. So rather than having like 10 people that you listen to a bit or whatever, what I quite like doing is I'll go like, I'll, I'll go all in on someone for like a month and a bit. And it's not something I do on purpose, but like Sam Sam Evans. Yeah. Anton. But like, you know, you you find someone on YouTube or like, and then you like, right. And listen to the podcast, buy their book, absorb yourself in their world, learn what you want from that person and then move on. And then that way I think you get totally exposed to, like it's what we're saying about you read a book, don't you get exposed to the way that the ideas and stuff like that. Some is um, greater than the whole of the parts when you immerse <coughs> yourself like that. In fact, exactly. uh, Ryan Holiday has a blog post about how he, I think he calls it the, the swarm theory of learning. Um, and it's how he's like become a military history expert. And the way that he did it was just by drowning in military history stuff. Mm. And I do think definitely. Total immersion. Well, because of availability bias and uh, the echo chamber effect and recency bias and all of these things, having a lot of information which all ties in together actually is going to reduce your requirement for recall, mm. which means that your depth of understanding will be better and your recall will improve when you start to piece multiple things together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Well, you need you need like 
whatever you whatever you like, whoever you listen to, I think if you have total understanding of the picture of what they're trying to say and why they think what they think, yeah. you're like, right, that makes sense. And then you can move on and learn something else rather than having like, it's like go all in on Tim Ferriss, like just listen to the Tim Ferriss podcast for a couple of weeks. For a couple of weeks. And I bet you'll enjoy it a lot more than it being bitty. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like it's, it's only really come together for me, like just the course I've done <clears throat> this year because of like you learn the little sub components over the years, but you don't piece anything together until everything finally gets like, uh, brought together. Uh, there we go. Uh, I get it. So I was going to do it. That, that was yours. Yeah. You periodize your, I was going to do another tech one, but I, I, I think we'll tech leave that out. for the next one. Yeah. This is something that I mentioned in a previous podcast, which was a story from my old boss at work who I was talking to her and on her screen came up a thing, a little email notification that said like urgent with loads of capital letters and stars and things. And she just closed the exit window. Exit required. <laughs> Emergency exit required. So she, she just closed the window and I was like, oh, that was urgent. You don't want to get that. She was like, no, I decide what is urgent. Not this man. Everything as urgent as a request though. And I was like, that is such an amazing quote. And it, it, someone, Tim Ferriss highlighted this as well, which is someone saying he couldn't attribute who it was, but so now I've got a, a quote from a quote from someone who doesn't know who it was. Who <laughs> said it. Um, your lack of planning does not constitute my emergency. So the life hack is if someone comes running to you with something that is burning for them, but you're working on something that is a priority question, whether that is objectively an emergency or is it just someone else's lack of planning that doesn't have to become your emergency now? I like that. And I guess as well, it means that even if you followed a lot of our strategies about turning off notifications and checking your emails periodically, as opposed to ad hoc when they arrive, there will be a way that someone else can game that system. Oh, I'll go knock on your door. Yeah, you get get a phone call or whatever it might be and it avoids that from happening. Um, But thank you very much for tuning in. Do not forget to... Wherever put the other shaker? Oh, it's here. It's on the bloody floor. Uh, Do not buy Equinox kombucha. It tastes like (laughs) Satan's vinegar piss. What you should do... Like a bottle of... Is share this episode and uh, either tag me in the share or show me a screenshot. DM me at Chris Willex, wherever you find me. Uh, share these. I'm going to choose five people to get one of these. They're awesome. Thank you very much to the Protein Works for sponsoring this episode. And we will catch you next time. We haven't named the koala. Koalia. Chlamydia koala. Uh, if you have any better ideas for what we can call the koala, then do it. But for now, thank you very much for tuning in. Like, share, subscribe, do all of that good stuff. I really appreciate it. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Then. Then. Then.